Welcome to Main Menu for the week of February 20 through February 26, 2015. I'm your host, David Tanner, and welcome to Main Menu. We are very pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu. We have a couple of really exciting presentations for you here today on Main Menu. We're going to be starting out with Colin Gallagher. We really appreciate Colin's presentation that he has offered to us for this week. Colin is going to be giving us a very nice review and demonstration of the use of the voice guidance system with the X1 set-top box for Comcast cable, and he's going to show us all about how to use it and how to use the remote to do everything from changing channels to a number of other things and recording shows and so forth, and I think you're going to be very impressed with that if you're a Comcast user you will want to know that actually you know this is already available in most comcast areas and you can simply call your comcast representative and ask for the x1 box upgrade and uh, believe it or not i and a number of other folks that i know actually reduced our comcast bill after adding the x1 service so you want to really take a listen to this and it is really just as great as it sounds and then nvda the folks at uh, non-visual desktop access screen reader nv access have announced the release of nvda 2015 rc1 which means the release uh, is just around the corner and they are now making available to the public uh, the first release candidate for nvda 2015 and we have been honored by having joseph lee uh, who is one of the people that works with the NVDA mailing list and with the developers. Uh, Joseph has released a tutorial on the new features in NVDA 2015 and Joseph was nice enough to agree to let us air his very very nice tutorial on NVDA 2015 for us to air here on main menu. So without further ado let's get into those two presentations. You have a great week and we'll see you back here again next week on main demonstrating some of the features, most common features, that you'd want to perform using the X1 box from Comcast. This box has a voice guidance feature, which is still in beta, but it can be accessed very easily by everyone. With that in mind, I first want to apologize for any background noise that may happen with this recording. You know, this is done in the living room and I can't help it. So, with that in mind, 
Let's get to it. Now there are many buttons on the remote. I'm only going to, as we're going through the demo, I'm going to talk about the most important ones as we go along. Let's get started by turning on our TV. To do that, using your X1 remote, you want to press the top right button, which is the all power button. So I'll do that and my TV should start up. I'm using a Samsung TV and they provide an audible cue when they're starting up. So there we go. And in a second, we should hear some TV audio. And there it is. One of the biggest areas that you can determine where you are with the remote is to locate the numeric keypad. And the numeric keypad on the 5 key has two dots, so that's a good marker. Now to turn on the voice guidance feature to make this TV accessible, if you locate the 1 key and then go one up above it, you should feel a small triangle button. Press this button twice and you should hear the following. Voice guidance beta. Here on screen text and options spoken aloud to help you navigate through screens. Press right arrow button then OK to activate. Tip. To turn off voice guidance later, return to the help section and press A. Cancel. So it gave us a brief introduction to the feature and told us to press the right arrow to activate it. So when we press right arrow, Turn on voice guidance. Turn on voice guidance is now highlighted. Now when we press OK, Voice guidance speed on. Press the menu button to access the main menu. The menu button is a rectangular button located two rows above the OK button. It told us that the voice guidance beta is on, and to access the main menu to press the button located two rows above OK. Now we'll have a look in there in a minute. What if you shared this television with other family members and they don't need voice guidance? Well, I'll quickly show you how easy it is to disable voice guidance. To turn it off, again we press that triangle button twice. Voice guidance beta. On-screen text and options will no longer be spoken aloud. Turn off voice guidance. And then we're highlighted on turn off voice guidance. So we can press OK. Voice guidance beta off. And we're told it's off. So let's turn it back on. I'll do this quicker. You don't have to let it speak everything. Voice guidance beta on. And there we go. It's now up and ready to go. Now, first thing we'll look at is changing your volume. So I'll just describe where the volume keys are. On the very top row, you'll feel two power buttons. One is for everything, which is on the top right, and the top left is just the TV power. But below TV power, you'll feel a little bar, which is your volume up and volume down. So pressing the top of it, and we're in. raises it, and pressing it down, lowers it. Now that's handled by your TV, so the box does not give you feedback there. So now that you have the volume where you want, we'll continue, and we'll look at changing channels. Changing channels is quite easy to do with the box. You can do two methods. You can either use channel up and channel down, or you can type it in using the numeric pad. First, we'll look at channel up, channel down. Those buttons are on the right side of the remote, 
below the all power button that we used earlier. So if you go down from that button, you'll feel the channel up and then channel down. So we'll press up. You can. The in office treatment takes no time. But however, there is no feedback when you do this, which some people would probably like that. There's no feedback, so you don't hear every channel you're clicking to. But if you would like more feedback, the best method is to type in the channel number that you want to watch. So we will type 7 on the keypad. And again, this is laid out like a phone keypad. So when we press 7, press OK to select 7WHDH channel. Press up and down arrow keys to review search results. Press exit to dismiss. We are told to press OK to select channel 7. So we will do that. Oh, I guess we're already on 7. So we'll go to channel 4. And we'll press OK. And here we are on channel 4. So that's the method that I would definitely recommend if you really want to, you know, know what channel you're on. So now let's look at viewing the guide. There are two methods that you can use to get into the guide. The first one is to use the main menu, or you can press the guide button. To get into the menu, you press the button above the up arrow. But if you just want to do it quickly and get right into the guide, you can find that menu button and go one over to the left, and you'll be on the guide key. So we'll press the guide button, and we'll see what happens. It's kind of a busy day today. Guide. Press right or left arrow to review programs on this channel. Press up or down arrow to review programs on other channels. Press OK to view program options. Press guide to filter channels. So it gave us some help. Now, usually it's supposed to speak the now playing section of the guide. But since it didn't, we can easily fix that by pressing right arrow and then going back with the left arrow. So we'll do that. Now playing. The bold and the beautiful. 22 minutes remaining. Press OK to watch. So again, the arrow pad is very easy to find as well. It's very tactile. So it told us the name of the program that we were watching. And then it said press OK to watch. Now we can browse the guide with right arrow, which we'll do that for a second. 2 p.m. The talk. 3 p.m. Dr. Phil. So I'm just pressing right. 4 p.m. Judge Judy. 30 minutes. Press OK to view program options. Now, say we want to know the details of today's Judge Judy. We can press the OK button in the center of the arrow pad, and we will hear what, is, what the show is about. So we'll press it. Judge Judy, 4 to 4.30 p.m. rated TVG. Closed captions available. A teen claims his uncle took back the truck he bought from him. Also, a 40-year friendship comes to the fore in a case. Episodes. And now we have the following options. Episodes, so we can press through the arrows. Using the arrows. Options. Options. Now, this is because I have this program set to record. Otherwise, there'd be a record option there. Cancel. Cancel. Again, that won't be there. And that's so you can cancel the recording. Other times. You can view other times. 
Series info. Or series info. So the guide is very easy to use. Judge Judy. Now I just press my up arrow. minutes. To go back to the list of press programs. Press OK to view program options. So now, let's look at how very easy it is to record a show. We'll keep going on the guide. 4.30 p.m. Judge Judy. 5 p.m. WBZ News. So I'm pressing my right arrow. 6 p.m. WBZ News. 6.30 p.m. CBS Evening News with Scott Pelley. 7 p.m. Wheel of Fortune. 30 minutes. 7.30 p.m. Jeopardy. 30 minutes. Press OK to view program options. So let's say we want to record Jeopardy. And if you give me the opportunity... It's very easy to schedule a recording here. There are two ways to do it. If we press OK to hear the details... Jeopardy. Teachers Tournament, 7.30 to 8 p.m. Rated TVG. Closed captions available. Day 7 of the 2015 Teachers Tournament features the second semifinal round. The winner of the two-week competition gets $100,000 and a spot in the Tournament of Champions. Episodes. We have similar options to what we saw earlier. Record. But this time we can hit record. But there's an even easier way to do this. Let's go back out with the up arrow. Jeopardy. 30 minutes. Press OK to view program options. Now we can press a record button. Now, the record button, if you locate the main menu key, which is above the up arrow, then go up one more, and then to the right, that's your record key. And when you press it, you'll be bringing to a little menu. Now, this depends on the show, but with most series, if we press it, we should get this. Record options. Jeopardy. Today, 7.30 to 8.0p on 804WBZHD. Just this episode. We can record just this episode. Or... All episodes. All episodes. So for this, we'll just choose just this episode. Just this episode. And press OK. Now, we get no feedback. However, the DVR is set. Now we'll look at recording a whole series, because you get some options. We'll go back one to Wheel of Fortune. 7 p.m. Wheel of Fortune. 30 minutes. Press OK to view program options. And we'll press our record key again, which is find Xfinity, go up one, and then over to the right one, and we'll press it. Record options. Now this is the same. So hit right arrow. All episodes. And we'll select all episodes with OK. Record options. Wheel of Fortune. Press up or down arrow to review categories. Confirm. So now we're on confirm or cancel. That's the other option here. Cancel. But if we press our down arrow, we'll be taken in to some more options. Record. Press left or right arrow to review items. Press up or down arrow to review categories. Press OK to select. New episodes only. So you can have it record new episodes only, or... New and repeat episodes. New and repeat episodes. So I'm pressing right new to cycle episodes only. through these. We'll just leave it on new episodes only. And now we can press the down arrow. Channels. 
Channel 804 WBZ HD only. So we can record on this channel only, or HD preferred. HD preferred. SD preferred. Standard definition preferred. Channel 804 WBZ. We're back to 804. Save until space is needed. So again, we went down, and we can. It says save until space is needed, or for one year. For one year. Until space is needed. We'll leave it at until space is needed. And we'll press down arrow. Keep all episodes. We can have it keep all episodes. Only one episode. Only one episode. Only two episodes. Only two episodes. Only three episodes. Only three episodes. Only four episodes. Only four episodes. Only five episodes. Only five episodes. All episodes. Or all episodes. So we'll press our down arrow. Start. On time. Okay, it's asking us if we want to start on time, so at 7 p.m. Or... One minute early. One minute early. Two minutes early. Two minutes early, etc. One minute early. So we'll go back to... On time. On time, using left arrow. And then the next option is similar. Stop. On time. S the stop option. And again, it's the same thing. One minute late. But we'll select on, on time. time. And those are the options, so if we press up arrow... Stop. Keep... Save. Channels. Record. Press left or right arrow up one to more. view items. Press up and press cancel. Confirm. And we press confirm. Click OK. It's set. And we'll now record Wheel of Fortune every day. So that is how you set recordings and view the guide. Now we'll look at managing the DVR. So we can exit out of here by going by finding the Xfinity button, going up one and to the left one, so the same row as the record button. And we'll just press it, and now we're out of the guide. Now we could have a look at the menu, because we're going to go into our saved option and have a look at how you access a recorded show, as well as how to see what is scheduled. And we'll look at how to cancel a recording if you decide you don't want it. Okay, so we will go into the menu by pressing that Xfinity button, finally. Again, that's above the up arrow. Xfinity main menu, press right or left arrow to review, then press OK to select. Guide. And now, the first option is Guide. And we can press right arrow. Save is the option we want. We'll come back to it in a minute. On demand. On demand. Search. Search, which is not accessible. Well, not totally. Apps. Settings. And settings. Search. On demand. Saved. So we'll go back to saved and press OK. Save, press right or left arrow to review, then press OK to select. For you. And now we're in some, like, tabs. And the first one that we're, we're have focused on is For You. Now we can go into this by pressing OK, but it basically shows your recordings and recommendations. So we'll press right arrow. Recordings. Now recordings is similar, it just shows your recordings in, like, a list view. It's my preferred way of accessing the stuff. So we'll press OK to have a look. Castle. Press left right arrow to review items. Press up or down arrow to review categories. Press OK to select. So if we press our down arrow, 
hyperstasis did Judge Judy 23. We can find our episodes of Judge Judy. And if we write arrow. Do not touch the press OK to delete Judge Judy 23 recordings. We can delete all of our episodes. So now I hit left arrow and we're back on the Judge Judy option. So we'll press OK. 32 minutes. And the first Rated one. TVG. High definition available. It's reading us the details. Recorded 2 slash 9429 PM on 804 WBZ HD. How old is Nick Younger? New or So now if we press OK. Watch. We can watch it. And we press OK and it starts playing. Now we'll exit by going up to Xfinity, up one more, and then left. And now we're back to our list of recordings. Now, I'm going to press the last button, which is one button below the down arrow and then one to the left. Recordings. And we're back to our tab, so we have recordings. And the next one is the one we're, we're going to have a look at, which is scheduled. Scheduled. So we'll press OK to go in here. Judge Judy. So there's a scheduled Judge Judy, which is today's. Judge Judy. And then both of those. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. We have that scheduled. But let's say we want to cancel this. This is a series, so we'll record every day. But let's say we don't want this. We can press OK on this. Wheel of Fortune, recording today 7-0 to 7.30p on 804WBZ HD 30 minutes rated TVG, high definition available. Classic game show version of Hangman in which contestants solve word puzzles for cash and prizes. Episodes. So again, we're back in this menu. So we have episodes. Options. Options. Cancel. But cancel is what we're here for, so we'll select cancel and press OK. Cancel recording. Wheel of Fortune recording today 7-0 to 7.30p on 804WBZHD. Just this recording. Now let's know if we want to cancel just this recording, so today's recording. All future recordings. Or all future recordings. And we want to delete all future recordings. So we will press OK. And done. Recording canceled. Your recording for Wheel of Fortune was canceled. Press left or right arrow to review items. Press up or down arrow to review categories. Press OK to select. And there it is. Now let's cancel our Jeopardy recording. Judge Judy. Jeopardy. So we'll go in here again with OK and then we'll press right. Options. Until we hear cancel. And there's cancel, so pressing OK. Cancel recording. Jeopardy. Recording today 7.32.80p. Cancel recording. We have cancel recording or keep recording. Keep recording. So this time we'll choose cancel. Cancel recording. And press OK. Recording canceled. Cancel. I am ready to move on. And there it is. It's canceled. So let's exit out of this. And that is your DVR. Pretty simple and straightforward. Now... We won't really look at on-demand in this podcast, however, it's very usable, you know, very similar to the way the DVR and all these other features have been working. But I do, however, want to have a look at the accessibility settings. 
so I can show you what's in there. So let us go in to our Xfinity menu. Xfinity main menu, press right or left arrow to review, then press OK to select. Seat. And we'll go to settings. On the search. Apps. Settings. And there's settings, so press OK. Settings, press up or down arrow to review, then press OK select. Preferences. Now we have preferences. Device settings. Device. Parental controls. Parental controls. Accessibility settings. And here we are. Features and services to assist with different needs, including closed captioning and video descriptions. Okay, so we'll press OK. Accessibility settings, press up or down arrow to review, then press OK to select. Closed captioning, off selected. Press left or right arrow to review items. Press so we'll press our down, down arrow to review categories. So the first option press was closed okay captioning, select. so we'll press down. Closed captioning options. Options Not for closed captioning. Closed. Video description, off selected. Listen to audio descriptions of a program's key visual elements. Note, when video descriptions aren't available, you may hear Spanish or another language instead. So there's our video description. Now, it, it gave you a pretty good warning that sometimes you may hear a foreign language on channels that don't have video description. So I usually keep this off. And then finally we have... Voice guidance beta, unselected. On-screen text and options are spoken aloud to help you navigate through the screens. Tip, to quickly turn voice guidance on and off, press the A key on your remote twice. And that's all that's in the menu, so we'll just back out, and we'll turn off the TV, again with all power. So, I hope this little demonstration of Comcast's accessible TV interface has been helpful. And you can contact Comcast's accessibility department at accessibility at comcast.com. So thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'll see you in a future podcast. What's new in NVIDIA 2015.1? Welcome to what's new in NVIDIA 2015.1. My name is Joseph Lee, and I'll be a tour guide on what's new and changed in the first major release of NVIDIA for the year 2015. If I am to summarize NVIDIA 2015.1 in one word, it will be incredible. Yes, 2015.1 is an incredible release. This release, the first major version for the year 2015, will be appealing for fans of social networking, as well as for business workers who need to deal with complex Word documents and read HTML messages and Outlook. But just the Skype changes and Outlook message changes are not the only ones that are new in 2015.1. We have other minor changes as well as making NVIDIA slightly more secure with down- in terms of downloads, some new world display support, some major enhancements to fixing bugs in Explorer, as well as other changes when it comes to using Microsoft Office. And there are other changes with NVIDIA itself, such as ability to search for specific commands and input gestures that love, and being having case-sensitive find feature and others, so much minor changes. In this tutorial, I will talk about what NVIDIA 2015.1 can do for you, some of the new features, bug fixes, changes, and what to expect, and some tips about using NVDA with 2015.1 release.
So sit back and enjoy and listen as I go through some demos of Skype changes, to some Microsoft Office changes and whatnot in NVIDIA 2015.1. Here's a warning that you have to be warned about as you listen to this tutorial. I'm basing the tutorial from the release candidate edition that is uh, one or more releases before the official uh, release. That is, if there are no critical issues um, in release candidate, which was released a few days ago, expect to see NVIDIA 2015.1 official release towards end of February. And as I mentioned in 2014.4 podcast, you will see NVIDIA released every uh, 22nd of February for 0.1 release, May for 0.2, August for 0.3, and November in 0.4. And since 2014.4, releases, NVIDIA has been released four times a year to make the release process predictable and to allow people to test it more widely. So let's get started with NVIDIA 2015.1 with the major highlights being Skype and Office improvements. Let's get started with uh, some of the minor changes that are included in 2015.1. Let me open the What's New document and I will go through of What's New document with you. And I'll be using Nuance Vocalizer as my speech synthesizer. User guide you. And this is Samantha speaking, by the way. Commence what's new end. And unlike the last tutorial, you uh, you may find that this is more high quality because I'm using a more professional-like microphone. It's this Blue Yeti. I might do a podcast on that if people request. And and just like other people, I use release candidate version as a portable copy because I have on my computer I have a next branch installed. And bear in mind that next branch is alpha code. Whatever works in next branch will be merged into Merton Master. That is the beta quality code. And if you will be testing 2015.1 RC, you please do that using portable copy. Do not install it yet. There might be some critical issues that might be found. And unless you feel really adventurous, I'd like to advise you to wait until 2015.1 official goes live as early as February 22nd. Or if you're listening to the tutorial, by this time, NVIDIA 2015.1 will be live at this point. So let's go through some of the new things in 2015.1. Heading level 1, what's new in NVIDIA 2015.1 heading level 2. Oh, that's quite loud. Uh, let me shut. Highlights of this release include browse mode for documents in Microsoft Word and Outlook. Major. Yes. Enhancements to support for Skype for desktop and significant fixes for Microsoft Internet Explorer. Because of time, I might not be able to go through Skype, but I'll give you some ideas as to what to expect in Skype. Uh, uh, NVIDIA 2014.4 will be the last version to support Skype 6.x and earlier. In 2015.1, you will need Skype 7 and later to take full advantage of what NVIDIA, has, what NVIDIA and Skype has to offer. And if you're a social networking fan, you know that you can link your Facebook and whatnot in the Skype accounts, which is something that I did already. So when I log into Skype 7, I see my friends from Skype and Facebook. So that's, that's one of the highlights. Skype 7 is required. And I'll talk about more, more things about Skype later as we go through the rest of the tutorial. Some of the new features will be, let me read it to you. Um, Head list with 12 items bullet. You can now add new symbols in the symbol pronunciation dialog link 4354. But this is just the beginning. And what this means is that you can now add the custom symbols. This is useful for those using math, uh, writing set emojis, emoticons that is. And you can add those into custom symbols to be pronounced in a specific way by NVDA. And there's a related concept that has been introduced in 2015.1 regarding speech uh, pronounced regarding our uh, speech data. Now, I'll give you a quick demonstration of this. Let me go to NVDA menu. I'll be using the 
the desktop layout NVDA with the letter N NVDA menu P for preferences general settings G and 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 uh, symbol pronunciation which I believe is symbol pronunciation P. dialog symbols list all plus S let me add the dash and right arrow the, the dash and greater than sign to be announced as right arrow Change symbol group level combo box collapsed all plus L. As usual, the symbol pronunciation dialog is used uh, to modify how symbols are pronounced as well as uh, to see, uh, to define how much, which level uh, a given symbol will be pronounced. So if you announce it in most level, it will be announced in most or higher. Add button all plus L. This is new in 2015.1. Now press enter on add button. Add symbol dialog. Symbol. Edit. Let me write dash greater than. OK button. Enter. Symbol pronunciation dialog. Symbols list all plus S. Semicolon level. All 89 of 89. And. Check. Replacement. Semicolon level. Ops dash. Greater. Semi. Space. Dash greater semicolon. Change symbol grouping. Replacement edit all plus R. Blank. Now, right. This is a two-step process in that you have to add it first. And then after it's added, you have to come back here to, uh, to tell NVIDIA how to pronounce it. In this case, I will announce it as right arrow. And level combo button but change set level all. Level all. Since I don't want it to be all by default is all, I want it to be some. Some. Add button up, remove button up, okay button. Yes, you can remove symbols if you want. So it's slightly more powerful uh, than last time. What's new in NVD? And to give a demonstration, I'll open notepad. Startup note note untitled notepad. Edit multi-line. If I type T less than good T dash greater than A. I would hear NVIDIA say T right arrow A. T right arrow A. This is a great way to add custom uh, symbols and emoticons and whatnot. What's new in NVIDIA? Let me remove this. Symbols. Check. Replacement. Check. Replay. Dot set. Right arrow. Replacement. Right arrow. Right. Because you can use first letter of navigation to change symbol group level. Remove. Remove. Unavailable. Change level. Okay. But what's new in NVIDIA? You cannot remove default symbols, by the way. And each language has its own way of pronouncing symbols. Work is underway to allow symbols to be pronounced according to the current language of the voice that you're using. For instance, if you have eSpeak, which I which I will not be using today, but if you have eSpeak and if you have a language set to Spanish, although NVIDIA's language is in English, the, the symbols will be pronounced in Spanish. Uh, there's a related setting that's been added, which we will visit shortly. Next one is bullet in the input gestures dialog. Now this one says bullet in the input gestures dialog. You can use the new filter by field to show only gestures. Let me give a demonstration of this. Containing specific words link 4458. So if I'm going to input gesture dialog, to go to input gesture dialog, which has been added in 2013.3, I will go to again, I will go to preferences and to general settings. G. From preferences, I'll press N to, for input gestures. Input gestures dialog. Tribute. Level 0 Braille collapsed 1 of 16. Now, as you know, if you go to input gestures, the categories are displayed as tree views. And if I press Shift Tab from here if in 2015.1, in 2014.4, you will go straight to Cancel button. If I press Shift Tab in 2015.1, Filter by Edit All plus F. Let me attempt to find a command. Uh, I believe it is Next. Let me try to see are there any commands called Next. N E X T. Now press tab. Tree view. Text review expanded 7 of 7 level 0. 
Now, it opened the category with the word, with the command on it. If I press home. Rail expanded one of seven, level zero. Okay, so. Level one switches to the next review mode e.g object. Level zero, braille expanded. So, braille mode. Set. Level one moves the braille display to the next line one of one. Level zero, browse mode expanded two of set. Level one, find the next occurrence of the previously entered text string from. And so forth. So, it's sensitive to where you are at. So. Moves to the next annotation tool dip. Moves to the next block quote collapse three of 29 level one. We will come back to what an annotation is is when we go into Microsoft Word. So when I type in something, NVIDIA will return the result that contains that particular word or words. This is similar to what JAWS 16 does when it has a specific search engine for specific feature to search for JAWS commands. And what this is NVIDIA's equivalent of this. So if, for instance, if you have an add-on that has some commands on a sign, like if you have Station playlist, for instance, there's a command that's unassigned to announce time including seconds. You can come here to input gestures, type in something that you know to be in the, in the command, or things, or you may think it is in, in the command, and NVIDIA will pull up the search results. And then once you find the command that you're looking for, you can assign a gesture to it. This is new in 2015.1. What's new in NVIDIA? Next one is... Bullet NVDA now automatically reports new text in Minty 4500. Min TTY, that's a console app. Uh, if you have Sigwin installed, like me, I have Sigwin installed to do some work with uh, Linux style stuff, uh, you can now read text from here. And Bullet in the browse mode find dialog. There is now an option to perform a case-sensitive search 4584 lin. Now, if I press Ctrl NVDA F, Previously, there was only the edit field to search for text, but now... Find dialog. Type the text you wish to find edit. Blank. I'll press tab. Case sensitive checkbox not checked all plus S. By default, it is unchecked, but if you check this, case sensitivity will be applied when you search for things. For instance, if I type in H, H T T P enter. This is without case sensitivity. Out of list list with six items HTTPS and the hash of the file. So that is right. So exactly, that's one of the changes in NVIDIA 2015.1 is that uh, it now used because of something introduced in Python. Uh, by the way, Python is upgraded to 2.7.9. NVDA will now be more secure when downloading updates. It's the one now used HTTPS instead of using HTTP to prevent um, updates going wrong or downloading the wrong file and whatnot. That is new in 2015.1. But if I go back to find dialog and if I tell dialog, NVDA to do case sensitive case sensitive checkbox check if i press enter and will say list with six items https and hash retrieve via https so it's not but it does using so it was a lower case so if i type in capital http there should be something in there find error dialog text http not found what's new so this is the power of case sensitive checkbox in the new find dialog the other features are microsoft words on browse mode word and uh outlook uh braille x live braille x live 20 support and whatnot there are other changes regarding skype We'll come back to those. Right, so there are other features that are new in 2015.1. We will come back to those later. So some of the changes, uh, as I mentioned, there is a new setting in voice dialog to control how NVIDIA pronounces things in your chosen language. It is goes somewhat similar to how NVIDIA changes language's dialect based on content markup, actually. Let me go to Notepad and... Start note, untitled Notepad. Edit multi-line. I'll be using English and Korean. Uh, those are the languages I speak, and I'm also a Korean translator, so I'm 
more comfortable with Korean. But if it's, if you're Spanish speaker, or French speaker, or if you speak Arabic, for instance, you can use this particular checkbox to control how anybody pronounces things. Let me type in the character sharp or uh, what we call number number sign Play. or hash. But if I go to voice number. settings dialog and tell NVIDIA to voice very great pit automatic automatic punctuate trust voices language when processing characters and symbols checkbox check now by default it should be checked but usually it's uh, checked or unchecked depends if you uncheck this and if I switch to say uh Korean untitled notepad edit multi-line voice settings dot voice photo now this is and I'll press enter on this. Now this is with the Now number. This is number. I don't know what kind of voice. I believe this is uh either Jill or this I believe Jill speaking. Number. This number. But if I switch to Korean, but if I Go back and check. Enter. Now, sharp. That's what. That's how numbers are pronouncing. That's what the hash sign is pronouncing Korean. But now, let me give another example. If I type the character period, the full stop in Korean in English. Now it will say dot with with English Samantha, but if I go to Korean, oh right. Now that is the way Koreans announce uh, pronounce full stop. So this is with a new option, trust voice data. This option being checked. This goes hand in hand with un change uh, languages, and the change of languages when doing say or whatnot, it depends on the marker or the document. There is a way to ask that synthesize switch language, and pretty much what it does is, uh, you as a web author or document author, you have you can create a markup that tells the document is in a certain language, and NVIDIA will detect this and will switch to the correct synthesizer. It doesn't work with Vocalizer Direct, but I don't know it works with eSpeak to some extent. Uh, I know that Vocalizer Expressive has this ability as well. But in case a document doesn't have this marker, but if you know that the document, but if you know that the document is in a specific language, you can check the trust voice data checkbox and have the voice speak out, speak the uh, symbols in its own language. In my case, NVIDIA's interface was in English, but I used Korean voice, so it used Korean way of pronouncing the period. And that is something new, or change, I would say, in 2015.1. Now, let me exit this. Let me switch back to Samantha. Yeah, it was Chil who pronounced it, I believe it's so. <clears throat> So, this will be useful uh, for those who are doing international reading multi-language documents. And those are some of the big pictures and minor things in 2015.1. In terms of uh, some minor features. Goldway. That was Goldway. I'm using the Goldway add-on to record this. Now, let's get into some of the exciting new features in 2015.1. Namely, Skype and browse mode in Office. Let's first talk about Skype. Skype has been notorious for changing things. I don't know how, uh, I, don't know. 
I don't know uh, what's the interval, either monthly or bi-monthly, I don't know. Skype is notorious for changing a lot of stuff. And ever since Microsoft bought Skype, it has the uh, updates would updates release more frequently. Uh, previously in 2014.4, you weren't able to hear Skype notifications from other programs. In 2015.1, that um, notifications from Skype, such as friends signing off, signing off, and whatnot, will be announced to you from anywhere, from any other program, including Skype. And now, and there's my um, iPhone speaking. And now, in Skype, previously there wasn't any command to read recent messages. But now in Skype 7, you can press Control NVDA in the number of keys to read recent messages. And it goes in backwards, so in reverse order. That is, if I press Control NVDA 1, I will read. Uh, NVIDIA will tell me the most recent. If I press Control NVIDIA number two, the second to last recent message. And not only you can you hear NVIDIA say these, you also get the chance to review it because review cursor will move along to that part, move to a particular message. For instance, if someone sends you a link and if you want to copy the link to somewhere to be pasted on a web browser like Firefox, if I and it was sent as a last message, I can press Control NVIDIA when number will run. And then use the review cursor commands to review what in, the, the, what the link is, copy it and paste it in the Firefox. And from review cursor to copy something, it will become NVIDIA F9 to start mark and NVIDIA F10 to copy it. And uh, there are other major fixes in Skype. And uh, if you're in a conversation, NVIDIA will now tell you if the contact is typing something. It will say typing or not. Um, there was an equivalent add-on that provided this functionality, but because of security risks, uh, add-ons community decided that people should not use that. Instead, people should use NVDA 2015.1 or later to have some of the functionality in there. But active discussions on, but there are some discussions along the, uh, over the add-ons list and other lists to allow some features from this particular add-on to be incorporated into core. And core means just NVDA itself, no add-ons, no add-ons or not. But as Said before, that particular add-on should not be used. And uh, because of some of the deep level changes in Skype and NVIDIA's, NVIDIA support for Skype, it is recommended that you use Skype 7 and later if you are going to use 2015.1. That is to say, if you have Skype 6.x, NVIDIA 2014.1 will be the last version to support that. Uh, so if you want to take advantage of Skype and NVIDIA 2015.1, I would advise you to, well, at least NVIDIA Access advises people to use Skype 7 and later. And that is the Skype uh, support in NVIDIA. The last thing that I'm going to talk about is one of the features that has been gaining attention recently, and that is um, transplanted browse mode in Microsoft Office. I say transplanted because some of the features from browse mode have been incorporated into NVIDIA support for Word and Outlook. Until 2014.4, Browse Mode was limited to web pages and PDF documents. Now in 2015.1, Browse Mode comes to Microsoft Word and Outlook. With a caveat, if you're using Microsoft Word, by default, NVIDIA will use Focus Mode, or what I like to call Document Edit Mode. If you need to switch to Browse Mode, so perhaps to read what you wrote, and to check to make sure the headings are correct, and link is there, etc., etc., you need to press NVDA space to move to browse mode uh, manually. Some of the commands are not available in browse mode. Some of the shortcut commands, that is, are not available in browse mode. And there are certain things that are unique to Microsoft Office. And to make it consistent, to have a consistent experience, commands such as annotation have been moved 
to browse more support in web pages and PDF documents. Although, depending on the situation, some commands would not be available, such as annotations doesn't really make sense in web pages and PDF documents unless the author specified it. Annotations here refers to things like comments, editor revisions, and whatnot. So to demonstrate what I mean by document editing mode, let me open Word 2013. Start app. Word 2013 app. Unknown. Pane. I'll press Ctrl N. Document one word. Document one. Microsoft Word document edit multi-line. Page one blank. Now, I will press, I will type my name. Joseph Lee. Joseph Lee. Blank. And I'll type a link. HTTP colon slash slash. Link HTTP slash slash www.maxis.org. Out of link Joseph Lee. Now, this, now, that's the side effect of this. Now, this, we're in the focus mode or document edit mode. If I have to, if I want to browse a link or see the next link by pressing K, I have to press NVDA space to move to browse mode. Now I'm in browse mode and I'll press NVDA space again, focus mode, browse mode. So if you want to type something into the Word document, you would go to focus mode. And if you want to browse something in the Word document, like a web page, you would go to browse mode. Let me press K. Now, that is with the browse mode in Word enabled. Let me exit. Micro now, that is that is the browse mode in Word. All the browse mode friends are here. We have the shortcut, the first line of navigation keys. The new command is A for annotation. Boom, the next comment, next editor revisions and whatnot. This isn't available in uh, in the uh, web pages, and if that's the case, it would say not available in this document. To give a full demonstration of browse mode in Word, and by extension, HTML messages in Outlook, I have the what's new document saved as um, saved um, somewhere. Let me open this. Start Open tab, open recent documents grouping you haven't recover on open tab selected tell me more all recent one computer tab now this is folder group desk dot open the pipe custom now cyberlink mushroom f changes dot html 10 of 18. I'll press enter actually you can open a shame documents in word if you want I'll press enter resume reading button continue where you let off the changes dot html heading level two heading level one what's new in FVDA now this is the same document that we've opened in uh in explorer now, this will work properly if you have Word 2010, although it's important in Word 2007 and later, it'll work more properly with Word 2010 and later. And for Outlook, you do need Outlook 2010 later and whatnot. Heading level one, what's new in NVDA? Now, I'm in the, I started a focus mode and I'll press NVDA space to move to browse mode. Now, uh, in Word at least, by default, you will be in focus mode and you have to go direct, go to browse mode manually to uh, use browse mode. But in Outlook, if I have an HTML message, it will by default go to browse mode unless if it's not an HTML, you have to go to browse mode manually by pressing NVDA space. Let's see if there are any links in here. NVDA F7, please. Elements list dialog. Tree view. Level 0, 4,354, 1 of 776. Right. It's 776 links. I'll press tab. We have links. Next up is... It's taking a really long time to press. Headings. Annotations. And annotations will be comments, revisions, editor revisions, and whatnot. So you can use edit elements list to move to this. But if I'm in focus mode, if I press NVIDIA F7, here's what you get. 
Proving toolbar. Ignore button I. This is spell check dialog. So you have to go to browse mode to open elements list. That is the word. Um, that is word where elements listed, and all the shortcut keys are here. Page one changes heading level three. One command that isn't there is not supported in this document. I press O to see if there's any flash content here, but there isn't. And NVIDIA said not supported in this document. Same will be said about annotations in web pages. Now press Alt F four. Microsoft Word dialog. No. Gold wave. Do not say. So we can use H for headings, K for links, and what all those lists are not supported. So. All those friends are here, at least for Word. In web pages, you can use all sorts of uh, commands like L for list and whatnot. And let me open a message in Outlook to see if there's any HTML message I can open. Inbox G inbox from Matt from Florida. Subject Zone. Follow me on audio boom message HTML. Now it's an HTML message because this is one of the this is a message from what is this? Blind Geek Zone. And there was a message posted by um, someone about audio booms and. If you hear the word HTML, and if you know that the message is in HTML, you can use shortcut keys like K. Yes, Neil, it does help to have a vision. And when, oh, it's already in focus mode. Page okay. one, yes, Neil, it does link Matt dot from dot Florida at Gmail dot Mailto. I'm using K to move to the links. Matt dot from dot Florida Mailto. Matt dot Matt dot from Mailto. Page two, HTTP slash. And so forth. Sometimes. It will not be if some in HTML messages at least you can press K to move to this and move to the links and whatnot. All those are there. And some of the commands are not available uh, in browse mode and Outlook. It'll work properly if you have an HTML message. If there isn't, and if you press NVIDIA space and if you hear, well, if you hear the beep for browse mode, that means you were initially in focus mode when you open a message. And that. Are is the browse mode facility in Microsoft Office. I will leave you with one setting that has been added in browse mode settings. If you're in say YouTube and if you're watching a video and if with this new facility if it, uh, you would press J to rewind videos uh, by default but in certain situations you may find that if you press J to rewind the video on YouTube for instance it will not rewind. Uh, if that happens, you can go to browse mode to change this particular setting, which has been added in 2015.1. Browse mode dialog. I will press Shift Tab several times until I land at Cancel button. Okay button. This following has been added in 2015.1. Trap all non-command gestures from reaching the document checkbox. Checked all plus D. It's cryptically named, but in essence, it means if you're in a browse mode, if you're in browse mode, say in, in Explorer, Firefox, Chrome, in Microsoft Word, and whatnot, if this checkbox is checked. NVDA will handle that particular key, for instance, J in YouTube, and it'll play a beep sound or bing ding, whatever. But if I uncheck this box, not checked, and press, and if I uncheck this box, NVDA will send that command directly to the program. For instance, if I uncheck this box, and if I'm in browse mode in Explorer, and if I'm watching a YouTube video, I could just press J without worrying about NVDA uh, doing something with it, and the video will be rewound, and the video. Uh, in the video, right, it will be reminded backwards. Now, so if you find that uh, somehow uh, some command that is used by program and is also signed for browse mode, if it turns out if you're in browse mode, if that command isn't registering with a program, you will need to either go to focus mode 
Or you can come here and uncheck this particular box. Trap not all. Trap all non-command non gestures. In, in other languages, it will say do not let programs use a particular command and whatnot. You need to uncheck this box, and then NVIDIA will do what it did in 2014.4. That is, pass all the commands to the program, or the application, whatever that you're using. And if you have a similar to what JAWS does, you can check this box, and NVIDIA will trap all the commands. That is, it will handle all the commands that are in browser, like J command, for instance, in YouTube. This is useful in Word when you are writing a document and if you have a read-only view of the document that is using browse to, uh, to browse through the document and if you don't want to accidentally type something into the Word document, you can come here and check this box in browse mode. And you can make it so that you have a dedicated application profile for Word and this checkbox will be active only in Word. And that is another use case for configuration profiles introduced way back in 2013.3. And I'll press escape. Inbox Gmail exit. By default, it should be checked. So that is the browse mode in Microsoft Office. Goldway. There you go. Now, some of the ideas that are floating around for 2015.2. Uh, for 2015.2, as I mentioned, um, work is underway to allow voice data to be applied when announcing things in symbols dialog. Uh, there are other words going on over there uh, to uh, allow other applications or add-ons to keep an eye on certain objects or event changes for those. Um, uh, there are other things that might be introduced in 2015.2 along with the new Louis library that is uh, scheduled to be released in March. That'll have some table improvements, some under the hood improvements to support UE, to better support UEB, Unified English Pro, that is, and whatnot. <clears throat> and development is continuing. And the uh, and if you want to get a sneak preview of some of the things that are going on in 2015.2, or to get a more in information from 2015.1, or perhaps to meet the new de lead developers, Mike and Jamie, Mick or Jamie. Uh, I'd like to advise you, and <clears throat> rather recommend that you come to NVIDIAcon 2015.1, scheduled for March 2015. More information will be really will go out <clears throat> in the beginning of end of February or beginning of March regarding NVIDIAcon 2015.1. And that is it, folks. When it comes to what's new in NVIDIA 2015.1, I hope you enjoyed it, and I NVIDIAcon hopes that you got, you will enjoy 2015.1 and use it to the fullest potential. And if you have any questions about 2015.1, I'd like to advise you to contact NV Access at Twitter uh, with the handle is NV Access. And people from NV Access, other users, will respond to you. If you have specific questions about this tutorial, you can contact me via Twitter at Joslee, J-O-S-L-E-E, -E, via email at Joseph Lee, <coughs> Joseph.Lee, J-O-S-E-P-H dot L-E-E, -E, 22590 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook ID is Joseph S L J O S E P H S L. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope we and I and NVX and other users hope you. In, we hope that you enjoy the newest features and changes in the first major release of NVDA in the year 2015. The NVDA 2015.1. See you next time.
want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu. Thank you.